Hey Radio Nonsense listeners, if your grotty bleaters, sorry, grown-ups, want to help support this podcast, then they can sign you up to the Linda Edition via Apple Podcasts or Acast Plus. The Linda Edition is a version of this very show where adverts appear as often as Linda does, which is never. Yes, including this annoying advert at the beginning. You'll also get the podcast a whole day earlier than everyone else, and you never know, if enough people sign up, there might be bonus content too. Get those grotty bleaters to hit the button on Apple Podcasts, or find the confusing link in the podcast blurb to do it on Acast+. Plus. Linda? You hear that, Linda? You have your own edition of the show, Linda? You are listening to... Comedy Club for Kids presents... Hello and welcome to Radio Nonsense, the official Comedy Club for Kids podcast that's suitable for all ages from Snorkel to and everything in between. I'm Tinan, and this week I am trying to talk much more slowly than usual, as you've probably noticed. No, it's not because I'm trying to get more tortoises to listen to the show, or snails, because they are so slow, I'd have to make really long, long special episodes that go on for two to three days so they could listen while they slimed their way to the shops round the corner or slowly walked to their kitchen. And no, I'm not trying to slow down this show so it sounds normal while you go swimming, as then the comedy club for squids would complain I'm taking all their listeners. So, I'm talking slowly because I take all your emails and comments very, very seriously. And this week, the show got this review from BBB, which I think must stand for Bill, Bill, Bill. Yes, Triple Bill, as they're known, maybe. And they said, A little bit good. Hippo farts, with five fart emojis, four hippo emojis, and seven hippo fart Emoji, thanks for that. I don't need any more hippo farts at Comedy Club for Kids HQ. And then BBB says, here's a joke. How many people in a band can change a light bulb? One, two, one, two, three, four. Ha 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 ha, that's great. I love this show. My fave soup is tomato soup with noddles and a cheese stick to put in and goldfish and butter in my soup. Also cream cheese on Ritz crackers. Here's an intro. Hippo farts everything fart even me. P.S. You talk a little too fast, so can you slow down? I can't understand. Please, you are the fastest talker I know. Well, 
Thank you, BBB, for the review and the excellent joke and soup tips and intro ideas and zero thanks for the hippo farts as they were disgusting. But, 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 sorry, that's too many buts, ha ha, buts. I mean, too fast. Too fast, Triple Bill, when I never. I speak at precisely turn and speed, which, oh, sorry. I've sped up, haven't I? <clears throat> Let me try again. Look, I do take this sort of feedback very seriously, which is why I'm trying to learn and speak super slowly this week so BBB can enjoy the show properly. Linda. Linda. Do I speak too fast, Linda? Hmm, no idea where she is, but maybe I speak too fast for her too. Did you know you can change the speed of the podcast you're listening to from one times speed to 0.5 or two times even? And it's normally in the corner of where I listen to podcasts, but it might be somewhere different for you, like in the middle, or on a passing bee, or inside your nose. So very worth a look. Right, well, we have some other things in the mailbag. So, I'm going to read these slowly, then I'll increase speed with each one until the importantest bit, and we'll see what sounds best for everyone. So, first up, this has been sent by Cry Laughing Face, Cry Laughing Face, Falling Over Cry Laughing Face, Laughing Face, Smiling Face, who says, Hello, hi, it's me, all the faces again. Firstly, is that a word? Dunno, well, I guess it is now. In reply to the Meerkat episode ages ago, Great answer, and my nickname is AA for short version of question mark, question mark, all the faces. So I should say AA as it takes ages and ages when you've slowed your voice to say cry laughing face, cry laughing face, falling over, cry laughing face, laughing face, smiling face. And AA says, secondly, I wanted to say this podcast is so totally epic. You should 700% listen to this. Thanks, AA. I do already. Also, could you read this on the next episode? That would be so cool. Three farting hippos. Oh, no. Not more farting hippos. And then they've put Linda. Thank you so much, many faces or AA. It's totally epic. Does that mean I should do this show even more slowly? Oh, no, wait, that's tortoises, isn't it? Turtles are much faster and underwater, so when they fart, it turns to bubbles. Oh, no, well, I hope the comedy club for squids don't get annoyed that this is totally epic, then. I'm so pleased, AA, you like the answer to your question about meerkats, which I think was on the show about 400 years ago. And don't worry, firstly is a word. It means you just need some water. I'm very firstly right now. I'm sure that's what it means. OK, let me try speeding up a little bit now, but still slowish. Next we have this. Hello, my name is John. I am ten, and I live on the border of Yorkshire in Britain, and I love listening to your podcast while drinking my tea. Amazing! Thank you, John. I'm so glad this is your drinking tea podcast of choice. And I do hope you drink Yorkshire tea, which is the bestest, and you do it while holding your pinky finger up. That is supposedly the correct way to do it, but I don't do that, so I'll probably get told off by a tea wizard at some point. I love tea so much. Did you know, John, that you can get tea in bags, tea leaves, T-shirts, and even tea junctions? I'm not sure I'd like to drink one of those, though. Very fumey. Okay, now to speed up to normal voice for this uh, next one. This joke has been making me giggle all week and has been sent in by Henry in New Zealand. And Henry says, what nationality are you when you go to the bathroom? European. <laughs> 
Euro- European. Uh, Henry, honestly, that is such an amazing joke that when I heard it, I fell over laughing and then I fell over laughing in the middle of that falling over too. Thank you so much. Right. Okay. How's this sounding now? Should we go even faster? Let's go even faster. Okay. So if you'd like to send in any jokes, comments about tea or soup or words or anything, or you'd like to ask a question that needs to be answered on this show, then please get your Greybell mud scamps. I'm sorry, grown-ups, to help you email us at podcast.comedyclubforkids.co.uk. You can also check out all of our live shows at comedyclubforkids.co.uk. And we've finally started up our mailing list again. So get those grown-ups to sign up at the website to get almost monthly updates on where you can see us live, but also all sorts of other fun things. And you can grab our T-shirts made with real tea, John. No, I'm sorry, they aren't. And our book at comedyclubforkids.store. And an extra thing this week. Um, on March the 2nd, so you, this will come out probably March the 1st, and you, March the 2nd, the day after, I'm doing a live Q&A for Scholastic with very funny author Helen Rutter, who's written the great book, The Funniest Boy in the World. And it, the whole Q&A is going to be about how to be funny, how you can be funny. Um, you can either ask your school to sign up to watch it live if you hear this in time, or you'll be able to find it on the Scholastic .co.uk site after it's been on. Oh, that's quite exhausting talking that fast. I suppose I'd better go and think about what speed is best for this show. I know what BBB wants, the one that's slower, but is that right for everyone? No, oh, I don't know. Look, while I do that, you go and listen to this most important bit at, you know what, whatever speed you like. Oh my goshness, here on Radio Nonsense today is the Alistair Beckett King, a.k.a. Alistair Beckett King, the man who taught the fish to sing, a.k.a. Baron of the Nine Smelms, Al Dairy Becky Kinglington, and as all our Malagasy-speaking listeners know you, Nahazo Kale Tsara Indrada Teo Antanyana Izzy. But of course, uh, Alistair, you are most famous for your magical ability to only ever fall up things instead of down them, for popularising the 100-metre yellow and mole race, and it would be very <laughs> ignorant of me to not be aware of your legendary work standing in for famous works of art when they need to take a holiday um it is lovely to have you here how are you moles have had it too easy don't you think they've had it too easy i i wondered why they stayed underground for so long and then is it because when they pop up you shout at them i do shout at them and i encourage the, the fish that i teach to sing to 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 make those songs as sarcastic as possible Wow, about mole because I've I've heard some of your your more sort of uh, grand fish singing concerts that you put together, um, mm-hmm. which was which... because of course sound travels faster underwater, so mm-hmm. it's the ideal medium for song. Wow, so is that is that right? So if if I was to go and watch it's a fish pure, concert, just I would I would it's hear just it science. I even got there, or that's right. Ideally, yeah, yeah. Wow. And then when you arrive, they're just packing up. That's, I mean, that's fantastic. And so fish, sound. I didn't know that about sound. So when fish have a conversation, they're always one answer ahead of the question. Yes, yes, it's like a two-runny sketch. Right, right. Which must be- I'm not sure whether the listenership to this podcast would get that reference, but it's good. They, it's a very good reference, and the listeners may not know that, but I suggest that they, they, they find that out specifically to then rewind to that bit of the conversation and then laugh mm-hmm. at it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's very so. So when you teach fish to sing, do you have to? Have they already sung before you've taught them the song? And then because of the sound, I'm 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 slightly. I mean, you know, obviously I'm an amateur, and I, I'm I feel like maybe mm, I'm asking yeah. too many questions here, but it, I'm confused as to how you do that. Well, I don't want to give away any trade secrets, mm, of course, but of um, as you know, the ocean, the, the life of the ocean comes in many shapes and sizes. Mm. Basically. It's all about arranging them in order of size. So you want to get the little tiddlers for the high notes and then the sort of the the great big beefy ones for the bass. Uh, And you want to arrange them like a sort of moist barbershop quartet. And um, and then it's just a matter of um, tickling them in the right order. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. A little little tickle under the fins is all it takes for most fish. That's an example. Just uh, obviously, I haven't got any very large fish here, so I'm just sure. I'm just tickling a moderate-sized fish. Yes, well, I see you've got a gold Hello. a goldfish in one hand there, and I think Hello. that sound is coming from uh, one of those rainbow fish, which I mean, beautiful yeah. creature. Yeah. 
it makes a lovely sound and it's very it's, it's lovely colors makes a lovely sound and then and i guess you sort of got the the minnows you have to tickle a few at a time to get a a, a good volume yeah yeah, yeah. i mean if, if you can get one per finger if if you yes. if you're good a skilled conductor should be tickling one minnow per finger one minnow per finger really right, right. And then, and then, when we're talking like the large, like double bass type sound, what's the biggest? Do you, do you, is it tuna, or do you go to like a sunfish, or have you, have you ever tickled a whale? Well, obviously, a whale is a mammal, and mm. and not not necessarily taxonomically a fish. But sure, uh, sure. I'd tickle a whale, absolutely. But you you don't want to be getting in there with uh, with fingers that a whale wouldn't notice. You, what you what you want to do is take an entire entire mop and just just scrub away on right. the undercarriage, right? I and I and, am uh, sorry. If, if the whale, if the whale's good, he knows what he do, he's doing. He'll sing. Right. Yes. Yes. I. I. I just. I should apologise because I did obviously say whale when when you are a you're a, you're a, somebody who, who works with singing fish, um, and a whale is a mammal. It's a whole. It's I'm not. I'm not offended. Game. I'm not. I'm not offended. It's but you know it's not for me to speak for the whales. Sure. No. Of course. Or sing. Or sing for them. Actually. I, I certainly would not know. Yes. Well, um, yeah, it's, it's an awkward mistake. And I know that whales get that sort of thing a lot, as do dolphins. Um, yep, yep. And uh, and sea cows, I think. Yes, dugongs, yes. mermaids. Yes, yes. I just, do you know what, something that, that so I was thinking the other day, I mean, I don't know if you, do you ever come across mermaids when you're teaching fish to sing? Obviously, you, you have to be down under the water for quite a while. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, do yeah. Do, do mermaids interrupt? The, I, I have to admit, mermaids can be a problem. Um, I've right. tried, I've tried everything. I've tried putting out traps. Mm. Um, I've tried. They say lemon juice. What will scare them away? But right. um, but it, it just tends to dissipate into the salty brine of the ocean. Right. In my experience, I, the, the, I mean, if, if you if you know a better way of keeping away mermaids, I'd love to hear it. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know enough about mermaids. And a question that came up um, uh, recently was, you know, do, do, do mermaids, because mermaids, the top half is a person, but the bottom half is a fish. Um, yes, And I don't know how that works for their sort of singing ca- capacity. But I did wonder, do they poo like fish? Do they do long stringy poos like fish? That, that hang, do that hang out and poos? just sort of stay there. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, well, I can answer that question, and I'm afraid it's as revolting as you'd imagine. Yes. Sure. We're talking about a long, long stringy poo that can be there for several weeks. And oh. they're just swimming on as if it's not there. Yeah, Have because some that respect. really ruins the beautiful mermaid imagery if they're sort of mm-hmm. lovely hair and the multicolored tail and then big long poo that goes on yeah. for miles. And they keep swimming down to the bottom, popping a single stone into their mouth, giving it a taste, and then spitting it back out again. Ugh. Ugh, revolting. Horrible. Wow. And yeah, and I mean, I assume with the half human, half fish thing, the, the singing capabilities are a bit weird. Limited. Yeah. Limited. Yeah. 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 It's very bubbly. It's too bubbly. Yeah. No, yeah. I wouldn't. Ha- I wouldn't have a mermaid in in my troupe. Certainly not. Sure. I I understand that, and you know, you're a professional. And it's it's one of the reasons I'm so pleased you could do this podcast. You you're very passionate about these things that you do. You know, you've been yelling at those moles so professionally for years now. Mm-hmm. You've been I teaching have, the I fish have. to sing professionally. You know, I don't think you do anything by half measure. Uh, no, absolutely not. Um, if, if you're going to yell at a mole, do it. Um, throw everything into it. Mm. You, you you want to leave that mole absolutely devastated. Yes, yes. Is Don't it, let them all shrug it off. Can I ask? Can I ask? Maybe I, I, I might be, you know, um, probing too far with the questions. But can I ask why it's why it's moles that you particularly like? To oh, 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 oh! I did, okay, I came on this podcast in in good faith to to yes. have a nice conversation. I didn't realise that I was going to be put on trial. By, Look, by you, don't, you don't have to answer. You don't have to. I'm not. You know. I'm not. You don't have to answer. It's just my own personal curiosity. I know I was given a mm, bit of paper mm. before this started saying, "Please, whatever you do, don't ask Alistair why he has to yell yep. at moles specifically." But I, it's very hard for me not to ask that when, you know, there are there are badges. Uh, you know. Yeah, they don't, the, they don't the, oh, oh, let me be clear. I'm, I, nobody is denying that there are badges. Yeah, I right, agree. Okay, I, there are badges. Okay, there are badges. Right. right. Well, well, that's I didn't. I, I didn't. I didn't come on here to deny the existence of badgers. Oh, okay. Oh, sorry. That's the next. It does say next on my sim paper. Don't ask Alistair about the existence of badgers. He won't deny it. Yeah. I, I won't deny it. I won't. Right. I've, I've seen one. Whoa! whoa. Mm. Wow! Yeah. No way! 
Yeah, I have. I have. Gosh, what was it doing? Yeah. Tax return. Gosh. So, uh, can I ask where was it? Was it in a shopping center? Was it in a, a desert layby? Where, where, where? I don't know even where you would see yeah, yeah, Good, great, great question there. Um, was it in a shopping center, a desert, or a layby? Um, I would have to say that the badger I saw doing his tax return was in a at a manicurist. It was at wow. the manicurists. Mm. That's that's where they are. Because I've yeah. never. It took me a while to remember. I think uh, you might have noticed that there was a long pause where I was like, "Well, where was that?" It was a manicurist. But is that because I'd assume you were so in awe of actually seeing this, you know, mythical creature, almost mythical creature, a badger? We know they're not yeah, mythical yeah. because they're, they're not ten a penny like mermaids. People that have seen you, yeah, not like not like mermaids. Everyone sees a mermaid when they go for a swim. Um, but you know, you you, you saw this badger, and it's that you probably can't remember much else about what you were doing because that must take up your whole memory box. That's right. Yeah, no, um, the, the the entire capacity is full to the brim of um, saw a badger doing his tax return in a manicurist's. Wow. That's the only information I know. But why would you Why would you need anything else? I mean, I think that's, it's remarkable. Uh, and I'm quite jealous, mm, to mm. be honest. I've never seen, uh, trying to think if I've ever seen a badger. No, I saw a dog once that had a bit of white paint on its head and I thought it was a yeah. badger, but it wasn't. Mm. wasn't Have you ever seen a, a raccoon? Mm. having a, a, a spa treatment because it's quite like that oh okay oh, okay no i can imagine no that's yeah it's, it's in that, that area yeah right right mm. wow i mean it's still there you know it's, when you see nature in its natural habitat like that i don't think there's anything it's incredible that compares yeah it's, it's right. absolutely incredible yeah well and, and to see it just there you know having it having its nails polished at the same time as um entering its capital gains for the fi- the previous financial year it was extraordinary that's that's the sort of thing that you know that, that you, people don't even see on, on like David Attenborough. No, but you've really got to have. You just got to be there at the right. Very few of those that. animals are self-employed, so most of those animals don't don't do their own tax returns, or you know they've got a they've got an accountant. That's true. That is true. Yes, it's funny that isn't it? I, I suppose a lot of badgers like working for big industries. Uh, mm. They tend to work. Uh, you do rarely. Yeah. You rarely get a freelance badger. Yeah, you do rarely get a freelance badger. So it's got to be hard, though, isn't it, being a freelance? What would you, because you know, there's already badgers going around digging sets. That's what they're called, isn't it? I think the little badgers yep. has to set, and then what they sort of eating old fruit. I guess they eat old apples. I don't, I don't, I don't really know. You know, it's the thing is again, not really anyone's seen a badger. I don't really know anything about them. Well, I think I think. Hopefully I can explain a little bit. Um, you're absolutely right that a badger's house is called a set. I think what most people don't realise is while you don't see many badgers, their work is all around us. So actually most sort of television dramas and films uh, take place on, on sets and, right. and those are all actually constructed by badgers. Wow. Wow. So we may not see the badgers themselves, but we're all enjoying their work. So is it so that, I mean, and this explains why we don't see them because they're always off camera. They're doing all the behind mm-hmm. the scenes. Yeah, more, more behind the scenes, yeah. Sort of uh, art department production assistant roles, yes. And, and that's why it's so and that's why it's so hard to, to freelance because there's already enough badgers working in these big sort of businesses, putting together these mm-hmm. sets of big studios, Warner Brothers, you know, uh, Disney, all that. And uh, It's very hard for the little badger to, uh, to break into the industry, uh, yeah. That's... Hey, look, you know, listen, I, I, Alistair, I, again, I'm so grateful that you come on the show. I'm very sorry about the earlier mole question. And I, we've moved No, that's fine. I'm so, it's forgotten about. Yeah, well, it's, that's it. it. I, I, don't I, I don't even remember what you said. No, neither do I. I don't know what I'm talking about. So, it's, you know, we'll just ignore it. And, and I, won't, I won't even question uh, such things again. But, you know, it's that sort of expertise. I feel like it's been very, you know, informative already. And it's that sort of expertise. I, I have got a question that I need you to answer and that we've had sent in. Um, But before that, uh, I've just got to do a bit of admin and I hope that's okay. Um, That's fine. That's fine. Good, good. I'm I'm pleased. It was on your bit of paper that that admin was allowed. Um, Admin permitted. Yeah. Mole questions. Big, big cross next to that. No, thank you. I have to say, I don't know who handed me this bit of paper. It just was pushed under the door. It would be one of my agents. Right. It was one of of your agents. Right. Secret Mm. agent or... News agent. Well, I mean, if I told you that, yes, of course. If I told course, you that, of course, it shouldn't. It shouldn't surprise me that you have that you have more than one. Um, you know, it's just it's. I've got, I've got, I've got agents. I've got agents. Secret, estate. I've got wow. the whole every kind you can imagine. 
Wow. wow. Travel. Oh. Every, every kind. Wow. I'm trying to imagine, I'm just trying to imagine another, um, uh, a cabbage. A, ca- a ca- cabbage agent? Yeah. Is that a kind of agent? Well, I don't know. I was just trying to imagine an agent for, for cabbage. You, you said any I could imagine. I was. Oh, yeah. yeah no, fair enough. Yeah. Um, I suppose um, cabbages need representation as much as much as anyone else. So have you got a cabbage agent? Well, if I were a cabbage, I would. I'm imagining like if you were doing an advert for cabbages and you wanted a really yes. appealing, attractive-looking cabbage yeah. for the advert, or even a you'd probably cabbage. go to a cabbage agent. Yeah, you need news. News, yeah. News is another kind of agent. News yes. agent. Yes. Well, I hadn't imagined that. I'd only imagined the. Sorry, this is, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I took that to. I you said. I do apologize. I hadn't imagined the news agents. I was imagining, you know, the world of stunt cabbages, and I just sort of. Yeah. 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 Fine, you know it's it's very it's what always happens. I get you know these amazing guests like yourself for the show, and I'm such an amateur when it comes to these fields of knowledge that I do I do put mm. my foot in it um, in a cabbage sometimes, and then it, it so, sometimes sometimes you're going to put your foot in a cabbage. It's don't just worry. it's awkward, and then their agent gets on to you and gets very upset that mm-hmm. they're now in, too injured to do the cabbage shoot. And yeah, anyway, it's just a pile of leaves now. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, anyway, I shouldn't I shouldn't I can't talk about that too much because of libel. So. Um, I've got these admin questions that I do have to ask you. I ask all, all, all guests this, and the the first one is that this is uh, I'm not sure if you're aware, Alistair, but this is an audio podcast, so most of our listeners do hear this with their ears. Some might listen with their bums or their knees. You know, it's up to them how they right. Want to okay, listen. Um, and I just wondered if you had a favourite noise that you could either tell us about or even better make for us. Great, yeah. Um, my favourite noise is the sound of uh, a duck quacking. Um, but uh, but but I'm going to be more specific than that. What I like about ducks quacking is the way ducks quack at the speed that they walk. Ooh. I don't know if you've noticed that. Well, you'll see a duck walking, and he goes like <laughs> he does like one quack per step. But if you sort of go near him and startle him a little bit, then he speeds up and he goes from like <laughs> wow. And that's what I what I like about the fact is that they're doing a little sort of left right left right. <laughs> Wow. And they, they're determined to, to quack every time they put their feet on the ground. Good for them. Yeah, that's I, I mean, I've always assumed the quack comes from the beak and the and the and the, the throat, I suppose. I don't know quite where it like like if it's like how we make noise, but do you think it's their feet that quack? Well, I mean are you familiar with the phrase duck smuggling? I am, I'm afraid I'm I'm not. No, you're not. No. Okay. Well, um, the, oh, how how to say this? How to how to say this? Um, have you ever been walking when you've uh, felt the need to? Um, uh, mm, it, it, when you felt any sort of pressure in the bumula area? Right. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Bum- and, yes. And, I and know all you, that. Yep. Have you ever released that pressure and and disguised the sound with, with walking? A sort of uh, a sort oh, of. A, I, yeah, which, you know, which I, is very similar to a sort of yeah, that action of uh, disguising a with uh, with steps is duck smuggling, because if you just hear it, it sounds like the person is smuggling a duck in their trousers. That's remarkable. And so, mm. are you are, can I, you know, maybe, maybe I'm looking into this too much. Are you suggesting that ducks are releasing bumula uh, bumula gas as they it's take possible each that step? ducks have a second smaller duck? In their pants as they walk. And that oh, duck they've is, got a smaller... Right. That's possible. That's possible. Or, or, or it could be, as, as you say, um, uh, bumular emissions. They do eat a lot of bread, don't they? Um, they? They do. They love the carbs. Yeah, it's going to cause it's going to cause a lot of gas. Um, I was going to ask because you you point out two types. You pointed out the 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 normal but duck walk, which we see where you whack 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 whack, and then the super fast. Uh, I can't do as well as you. Yes, perfect. Have you ever seen like a casual duck taking slower steps with a? It's an example. That's lovely. Perhaps uh, yeah. perhaps taking a stroll in Paris next to the Seine. Oh, Joe. That was just saying hello to a French person. That's, I mean, it's very, of course, I, I assume all ducks are at least bilingual, if not trilingual. But most ducks are French, yeah. Yeah, I, I, it's, it sort of strikes me as... They, pr- they prefer baguettes, but um, they never get it. Whenever you give yeah. them sliced bread, they're like, oh, 
It's I have got in trouble before lobbing baguettes into a pond. And I yes, you off. don't want to torpedo them. You don't want to throw them no. overarm style like a javelin. Absolutely yes. don't do that. Yes, that's it. Well, I concussed a heron and I've not been allowed back. So <laughs> that's, uh, that's why, I've, you know, um, I'm, you know, please, you can laugh. That was a laughter of disapproval. I, I, I want to I be know. clear. I don't, I don't endorse that sort of um, behaviour on Britain's waterways. No. Well, I know. I know. But it's, it, it's, I'm still, uh, yeah, I'm still in a lot of trouble for, for it. Um, well, listen. What a fantastic, what a fantastic noise, and and again, um, a whole area that I don't think I knew anything about, um, or the listeners won't be aware of. And, and now I know that we can watch ducks from a whole different, learned perspective. That they are very farty birds. Yep, yep, absolutely. And, uh, some I, of the fartiest. Some, some of the fartiest. Goodness me. Well, it's yes, fascinating. Well, listen. And the, the other question I have to ask you, of course, and this one's very important in that this is a, a family-friendly show. It's suitable for people of all possible ages that you can imagine. Can, can you imagine an age? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yes, I could easily. Oh, good, good, yeah. excellent, good. Yeah, easily, I could. I'm, I'm imagining one now. Oh, can I ask which one it is? Um, fourteen. Oh, fourteen. Okay, I was worried then yeah. that you couldn't yeah. actually imagine an age. Uh, well, I think I obviously could. Um, sure, I would have no trouble imagining an age. Sure, it's just that you. I mean, you did. Uh, now that you told me it's fourteen, it's quite a complicated one to imagine. So I do understand. Mm. It know. took me a little while. Yes. Yes. That's the age you can, I think you can only be when you're lying down, isn't it, at 14? And then, yes, 14, yes. absolutely, yeah. Yes, it's very, very tricky. But it, well, that's fair. Well, it is it's absolutely suitable for 14. Uh, and of course, uh, roof 12. And, um, you know, it's, it's suitable for all the ages apart from 100. Long story. Not going to go into it now. All our listeners know the rules. But if, if you're 100, just stop it. It's not for you. Know it. But for everyone else, this is suitable for them. And I just want to check if there are any rude words that you're not going to be saying during this show. Well, um, I've got a whole rude phrase that I won't say. And, uh, you know, I, I, I'm sorry to keep this in, in a trouser or region. Sure. But the, sure. Um, the phrase that I won't be using is fartiferous twang. <laughs> Far- which, um, as, uh, as I'm sure listeners know, is, is a term used to describe, you know, when you have a ruler on the edge of a table and you twang it and it goes... And, and, if, you, and if you're good, you can slide the ruler to, ch- ruler to change the pitch. Mm. of the of the twang uh that that sound is a fartiferous twang and i i would never say that on a podcast wow i mean do you know what i i mean for a start i'm very glad you won't say fartiferous twang it is a horrendous term and i i dread to think what would happen were such a term to be used on this show i suspect we wouldn't mm. be allowed to make another episode uh, no they wouldn't let again. you they um, would not let you mm. But I, but I have to say I'm also very impressed that not only for our for the favourite noise did you give us an incredible noise that this also has an incredible noise accompanied to it. Uh, you're you're right. I hadn't even noticed that my 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 word I won't say isn't is a noise. Mm, that's fartiferous twang, isn't it? That you won't say. That fartiferous yes, twang yes, would not say yes. that. Can on I, a is it safe to make the noise? Because you know, if you, had you made that noise without the word, I don't know if I'd have felt so offended. Well, hold on. I, I don't know if I've got a long enough ruler. Let me let me try. Okay, now I've got a very small ruler here. It's um, it's a it's about a millimeter long. Um, right. But I'm going to adjust my microphone and see if I can. Maybe maybe this will work. Maybe it won't. Um, if it doesn't, uh, you can edit it out. But we've got some real science happening now. Okay. All right. Um, <clears throat> Uh, are you ready for me to um, to, to please, flick? Please commence. So I, I, just to explain, I'm, I'm holding the ruler onto the table using my, my right hand uh, and my left hand, which is almost identical, but a mirror image of the first hand, mm. is is, uh, is going to flick the ruler. Wow. There we go. And that's, um, that's the best I can give. <laughs> it, do you know, uh, to, it... to be honest, I'm quite disappointed by how that sounded. Hold on, I'll give it, see if I can do a better one. Even worse, this is terrible. No, no. Oh, oh, oh! Wow. Oh, now, now, what I did there was I, I, I added in the slide um, uh, that you'll yes. be familiar with. You, uh, you look like a, a, a ruler slider. <laughs> I think that's the Ooh, nicest thing anyone's ever nice. said to me. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> oh, oh no! <laughs> Sorry, I'm gonna have to fix my desk it a is, second. It's understandable, but I, you know, after that sort of. Um, 
incredible feat of, of, of musical display. Uh, it's, it's understandable that there's there's going to be mishaps afterwards. I'm 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 going to take a little while to reel from from those noises that got more and more cartoony with each one. It was very. Uh, if the listeners can't tell any of this, but Alistair has actually disappeared now. No, no, no. <laughs> No, I'm back, he, I'm back, I'm back. He Sorry. has returned after safely disposing oh, of the ruler yeah. so that no one else uh, can harm themselves on a recently twanged uh, piece oh. of kit. Yeah. Sorry about sorry about that. You you do edit this, don't you? Well, I don't I don't know what editing is. I don't know what you Okay. Well, in that case, I'm uh, nothing happened. Nothing, I didn't oh. uh, I was I didn't, well I, I was telling the listeners that you were safely disposing of the uh, of the ruler so that no one else That can. ruler's gone. You're not going to see that again. You're not going to see no, that. Yeah, that's again. good because you shouldn't return to a recently twanged ruler as far as I know or it can be. No, absolutely not because it could could be very hot. Yes, well exactly. Exactly. So well, thank you for not you know, thank you for the for the display. Um but but uh, you know, and thank you for not saying fartiferous twang. Um and I definitely won't You're welcome. Because it, it's horrendous. Yeah, thank you. Keeping our listeners safe. Um, now, listen, Alice. Look, look we, so we've been sending this question, and um, I, I'm going to have to sort of give you some sort of maybe some ba- background to this, or, or some slightly more information to this as I tell you about it, because the question itself is, I think it's just one word, uh, but I think in that way that sometimes less is is more, and that by not really saying much, they, they've they've almost asked everything. Um, mm. Yeah, so this is from, and I, I'll try and read this as I can. This is from ghost emoji, ghost emoji, burger emoji, burger emoji, ghost emoji, sad demon emoji, poo 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 emoji, who says I am burger years old. Sorry, sorry, is that of the Luxembourg poo emoji, 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 poo emojis. I believe so. Do you think? I mean, oh, I hadn't thought a, of a that, distinguished line. Mm. I didn't. Do you know what? I hadn't thought of that. And it, maybe you're right that we are speaking to royalty. I think we are. Goodness. Well, I, I wouldn't want to take a risk. So let's assume we, we've got a real blue blood on our hands. Wow. Well, that's very. Goodness, I'm very honoured. I had no idea they were listening, and I, you know, and that also explains that they are burger years old, which is sort of what didn't make a lot of sense to me. But now that I know they are from that lineage. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's everything's falling into place. Yes, like a posh jigsaw. Gosh, well, it, I mean, it's. I mean, well, I'm, I'm, I'm honoured. I'm, 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 uh, I'm quite overwhelmed. I don't know if we've had a royal listener before, but this uh, ghost emoji, burger emoji, burger emoji, ghost emoji, sad demon face emoji from the poo emoji lineage. Um, thank, thank you for listening to show, and I hope you're having. A thank lovely... you, my liege. Yes. Oh, sorry. Thank, thank you, my liege. Your honour, um, your ghost emojiness, poo emojiness, um, and I hope you're having a lovely burger year of your life. Um... Happy burger to you. Oh, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Well, it's, it's... just a little little fish could joining me there for a little thing. <laughs> that was lovely. Very tricky just when you little, get to the happy birthday, dear ghost emoji burger emoji. You know, like that bit. Is yes, it's be metrically, hard, but... it's a real problem. Yes, yeah. yes. But it, but they, they must have, you know, probably quite open to different interpretations based, you know, a lot of their lineage has long emoji-based names like that. So, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Birthdays just take a long time. Um, well, listen, they, they have sent in this um, and I, I'm going to try and read it as it's been written, because there are a lot of question marks that follow, interspersed with full stops. So I'm gonna right. I'm gonna say it to you like it has been written, and they have asked, why? Uh, sorry, could you could you repeat the question? Why? Why? Yes. Yes. Have, I, have I heard that correctly? Well, I mean, it's why, question mark, 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 full stop, question mark, question mark, full stop, question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark, you see. I think it's a great question. Yes. Um, but, um, I, I mean, I, it would be difficult to answer it um, without knowing how to pronounce an exclamation mark. How would you pronounce oh, an exclamation goodness. mark? Oh, goodness, and I just said exclamation mark, so it's question, it's question mark. Or do you need to say the exclamation mark? Uh, yeah, in my, yes. my answer would include exclamation marks, but I just don't know how to say them in oh. a podcast. Is it a sort of a <coughs> noise? <coughs> yes, I, it depends on if, it, <coughs> if it's Is an that... angry, uh, if you're like, <coughs> or if it's a, <coughs> hey, yeah. like sometimes <coughs> it's really fun, isn't mm. it? Like, yes, best day that's of my true. life. It, it, like that's an exclamation. You're right. The exclamation mark is uh, flexible in that respect. Mm, absolutely. Mm. 
So um, I'm going to go for some, something in between. Okay. More of a sort of a, if that's all right. Yes. Uh, indicating sort of surprise. Um, so uh, my answer would be, don't know. So I hope that's cleared a few things up. That's very deep. That's very, that's very deep, actually. Um, and I think your explanation mark at the end is, is that was the appropriate, the appropriate. Yeah, that, I don't know if you know that was that was twelve exclamation marks, then a full stop, and then just just one more. Yeah. Well, I know it's it's very hard to really criticize or ask any questions about that. I I feel like that's a very succinct. Yep. And final answer. Could I throw a spanner into the works slightly? And again, I'm not allowed to throw spanners into work after the Heron incident. It, look, I, I don't want to talk about it. But the I do. My only worry is when uh, Ghost Emoji, Burger Emoji, etc., etc. That's very rude of me. I should just say the name properly. But when they've asked wh- why, and then that long line of question marks, is mm. there also a chance that actually they're asking why question marks and full stops? Oh, you think they might be um, one of the many people who uh, uh, are dead against punctuation of any kind? I'm just curious because I don't want to... You gave such a beautiful and and powerful answer, and I don't want to diminish from that, but just in case actually it wasn't what they intended at all, I just want to cover all the bases. Well, you know. We we need question marks. I, I, I'd, I'd staunchly defend question marks. How else would we know if something intriguing was happening? No. Oh. You know, without without an, a question mark motif, then then mystery, the world of mystery and illusion would be lost to us, wouldn't it? Well, I mean, you wouldn't be able to ask that question, I suppose. You just I, be... oh, yeah, exactly. I, they they would not let me ask the question. Do you think mysteries would be incredibly boring without question marks? It would be very 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 bad if mysteries all began with and the box had a hole in it. So that's how they got out. The end. You need yeah. you need you need the question mark at the start. Yeah, I, is it possible to even say like who done it without a question mark at the end? Just who done it? I no, not grammatically. As a, as a statement of fact, can you? Yeah, every who done it would have to be called a they done it, and it would have a picture of the person who did it on the front of the book, and that would ruin it. Wow, that's rubbish. I mean, it's also you know, um, it's just you know, this whole podcast is 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 about uh, answering questions, and it'd be very hard to answer any questions if everyone just sent us in statements of fact. Well, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, the, yeah, exactly. The point the point of obviously your role is to deliver the facts, mm. be they badger facts or indeed occasionally um, mole facts. Mm. Mm. But the question, the questions are crucial, and that's why we need question marks. Yes, yeah, and it's also it's quite a beautiful shape. The question mark, I, I like it. Uh, it of... is, it is absolutely the most elegant of all punctuation. Yeah, yeah. The apostrophe is just a pretentious comma. Let's be honest. Yeah. yeah What's it doing up there? Know that. Yeah. No, the semicolon. Come on. Yeah. Who are you kidding? Yeah. Yeah. It's just a full stop and a comma working together. Yes, that's right. It's, it's obvious. Like, we, it, what kind of a secret disguise is that? Yes, would you know? You, you've opened my eyes. That I thought it was a comma wearing a hat. So now I, I had no idea that the full stop on top was <laughs> part of the partnership and actually. That's in on just it. a. You've, you're familiar with full stops. You've seen them. Yeah, before. I, I am um, again. I've heard about them. I haven't. You know, much like you with the badger, you've witnessed one. I, I know about full yeah. stops. I haven't actually seen one out and about in the what, natural habitat. In many, usually that's how sentences end. Right. Not always, right. I grant you, but you usually that's how a sentence will end. Right. We call them periods in America. Right. Period. Right. That's right. how Americans say things. They'll say like they'll say things like, I don't want to hear about moles, period. And they mean wow. full stop. They don't right. mean like in the olden days. They don't mean like period drama. Right. Okay, so you don't want to hear about like moles in the fifteenth century. Yeah, yeah. No, they don't want to see a mole wearing a roof. Who would? I'd I suppose you certainly not me. No, you'd yell it. Would you yell at it in a Victorian manner? I, I, I would, but yes, in an old-fashioned idiom, I'd be like, "Prithee, varlet, get ye hence." Because wow. that's how they talked in Victorian times. Wow. I don't know if you're aware of that. That was very good. Very, Classic again, Victorian so times talk. Your mold yelling that you knew even how mm. to address address one from from many years before. Yeah, um, the olden days moles don't stand a chance against me. Wow. Well, it's well. I was gonna. Um, I. 
I, I'm sorry, in awe of that, this slightly thrown me off. I should say, but I was going to say that the question mark does have a full stop at the very bottom of it, but the top bit is like either a, a hook or half a light bulb or a lovely mm-hmm. ear. I thought of it as sort of a, a snake oh. chasing an apple. Oh. But you could be right. Uh, then, but then I suppose the exclamation mark is just a more determined snake chasing a, an apple. Yes. Well, it, Whereas the, the question mark is taking a sort of curving scenic route. Yes. Well, it's a bit like I'm going to go over here. Oh, there's an apple. I better go back. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, what's that? Yeah. Whereas exclamation mark is, I'm going to kill the apple. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I, and when when you know that that snake is quite casual, uh, obviously snakes don't quack, but I assume it would, it, if it did, it would do it in a longer kind of more casual manner. Well, I don't know if you're aware. We think of snakes as not having legs, but um, they've just got loads of little legs on the inside. That's how they go oh. through the across the ground. Yeah. So if you listen carefully to a snake slithering, you can hear just um, hundreds of very quiet footsteps. I mean... Look, I, I don't want to take up your whole day here, but this is, you know, some of the information you divulged is so remarkable that it's very hard not to ask mm. you questions about it. Are snakes, if their legs are on the inside, are they like one giant sock with a head? Yes, yes. Right, they're, they're, right. they're like a, a sort of a Christmas stocking. Right, um, right. But instead of, instead of um, presents and um, maybe a tangerine, um, the innards <laughs> of a snake there. <laughs> that is a really horrible gift. You wouldn't want to mix them up on Christmas Day. That would yes, be horrible. yes. But very cosy for the snake. Yeah, what's time. in my stocking? A snake's spleen. Oh no, this is just that a is... snake. Leave that. Leave it. That it's trying horrible. to enjoy Christmas as well. Yeah, yeah. I well, I mean, that's that's horrendous. Um, but I, I'm glad that snakes are always quite cosy and their feet are always warm, even on the coldest mm, days. They're having a lovely time. Yeah, and and you know maybe that's why they were chosen for the question mark then. Um, because there's a lot of questions about w- whether they have legs or not. Yeah, oh, they're they're an animal of mystery and intrigue. There's no question about that. Wow. Or is there? Oh, wow. Mm. Well, you know, look, I, like I said, I, I think you answered it the first time round, uh, but but I'm I'm pleased that we covered that ground just in case that is what um you know the the Duke of Poo emoji uh the possibly Prince of Poo emoji uh was indeed asking. Um, yes, I'm. I'm very, very happy. I hope, I hope you're satisfied, Your Highness. Wow. Uh, yes. Well, ho- hopefully they are. You know, hopefully they'll write back in uh, when they are maybe fries years old or milkshake years old, and 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 let us know how they feel about the answer. Um. And and look, once again, it's just been a pleasure to have you uh, on the show. I'm very sorry about the earlier the mole question, but other than that, you know, I hope you've had fun. And- no, it's all right. I, I don't. You don't have to keep bringing up the mole situation. Well, if I if I brought a mole up, you just yell at it. I absolutely would. You, yeah. you that mole. You, you wouldn't see that mole. I'd reduce it to a a, a, a quivering mush. Wow. With with my sarcastic remarks. No one wants mole mush. That sounds disgusting. No. Horrible. Well, you know, if you, if you got a busy busy rest of the uh, the the day, week, year, life. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, oh, it's. Um, I mean, I I live in a blancmange factory, so it's it's pretty full on. <laughs> it's it's uh, it sounds it. But but mm. lovely. Smells. I don't. Know if, I don't know if you can hear any of any of the sounds of the um, of the Blamange engines uh, chuntling away in the background. Um, but uh, it's it's very noisy. I can rarely sleep. But um, people will have their Blamange. Well, people need people. They don't. Need. They don't really want to know how it's made. No, no they just no, want to eat it. Don't, again, you know that's a question that I don't think should be answered. No, the... no, I, I no no. I, it's a trade secret. Yes. Um, as I, as I took myself in, to sleep underneath the furnace, um, I sleep soundly, knowing the secret would die with me. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, thank you, and, and you know, good good luck with the uh, sleeping under the blancmange furnace. Good luck with the mole yelling, the fish thank singing, you. Uh, everything. Brilliant, and thank, thank you. you again for for your time. Thank you. Wow, wow! Slow down, egghead. Thank you so much to Alistair Beckett-King for taking the time to answer that big but also small but also very, very big question from Ghost Burger Burger Ghost of the Pumoji Dynasty. Ghost Burger, look, I do hope you liked your answer, but if not, please feel free to yell any complaints you have at a mole so that I don't have to hear them. 
Also, if you liked Alistair and his silliness, he has written a book called Montgomery Bonbon Murder at the Museum, and it is a murder mystery for readers aged nine plus. Let me just give you a little read about what it's about. Many people go their whole lives without noticing anything that is afoot, amiss or even untoward, without ever experiencing that toe-tingling, stomach-twisting sensation that a mystery is about to unfold. Not Bonnie Montgomery, the world's best detective. Not that anyone other than Grandpa Banks has heard of her. But they might have heard of the great Montgomery Bonbon, the well-dressed gentleman detective who, apart from the hat and moustache, looks suspiciously like a ten-year-old girl. Their newest case, solving the mystery surrounding a highly suspicious death at the Hornville Museum. Together they'll interview some dodgy witnesses, scour the scene for clues and above all, hope no one notices that Bonnie and Montgomery are never in the same room at the same time. Oh, it sounds good, doesn't it? The little bits I've read of it are very, very funny and you can buy it at all good bookshops right now and probably some terrible ones and probably a few evil ones as well. Um, I doubt Alistair's that picky. Uh, I've popped a link to it in the podcast blurb for this episode, so do check it out. And don't forget, if you have a question you'd like to send in, or you've got a joke that needs telling, or you want to say anything else at all, really, like what your preferred voice speed for me is, then get your Greybell mud scamps, I'm sorry, grown-ups, to help you email us at podcast at comedyclubforkids.co.uk. Find out when we're doing a live comedy show near you at comedyclubforkids.co.uk and join our mailing list there too. And you can grab our book and t-shirts at comedyclubforkids.store. Now, look, as you can hear, I'm back to my normal speed, as I'll be honest, it's how I'm happiest talking. But then I thought, what if there are some of you who, who may think I don't talk fast enough, so I'd better try all the faster speeds too. And maybe I can just speed my voice up faster and faster and faster and faster until I'm talking so fast that my voice travels at light speed and wow, I can yell at the moon and the stars and the planets and Alpha Centurion and the alien wearing a small hat and the sun and a space goblin and large 20 the comet and I get faster and 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 We are sorry to interrupt this podcast to bring you an important public service announcement. Tiernan has now spoken so quickly that his voice has entered another dimension and we will not be able to retrieve it until all our team of highly trained quantum ducks have traversed the many possible realms it may be in, slowed it down and returned it to Earth here in 2023, which should take about a week because they're very, very good. Well, unless someone distracts them by throwing bread. Please don't throw bread at the quantum ducks. And remember, please don't speak too fast or your voice will fly through space and then vanish. Also, don't pick your nose, don't be mean to yoghurts, and never, ever, ever offer to brush a bison's teeth. Thank you. Goodbye. You have been listening to Comedy Club for Kids Presents. Radio nonsense! Radio nonsense! Radio nonsense! Radio nonsense! It's the end.